The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Darren Cheeseman is on the line now, the state MP for South Bowen. Darren, good morning. Thanks for being on the program. Good morning, Mitchell. Great to be with you. Well, these are very tough times, aren't they? We've been in and out of lockdown here in regional Victoria, and it feels like you get a couple of weeks in lockdown, then maybe a weekend off, then a couple more weeks in lockdown. So I feel like the yo-yoing in and out is really taking its toll on people. Well, certainly uh, this is a once-in-100-year event. Uh, The last time Victoria and indeed the global economy Uh, experienced a lockdown um, like this was really during the Spanish flu where different communities responded by implementing the social distancing arrangements that we've had to implement today. Uh, It's certainly not easy uh, and uh, I certainly encourage everyone to continue to show discipline, continue to recognise the advice of the Chief Health Officer and implement it to ensure that we can curtail the spread of this virus. I'm a bit concerned, as I mentioned just before you came on, that a positive case has visited Cryo Village, and yet I look on the DHHS website and the coronavirus.vic.gov.au website, doesn't appear to be listed as an exposure site as of yet, despite also being reported in the Geelong Advertiser as that's taken place and also on the Cryo Village website. Um, I mean, I appreciate they're probably very busy up there, but we probably need to be getting on top of that to let people know ASAP if they've visited, uh, that they need to go into isolation and get tested. Well, certainly uh, the uh, health department will issue any necessary advice in due course. Of course, when we're responding to many uh, hundreds of cases and there's many thousands of exposure sites, it it does actually take time to put in place the various reporting mechanisms. Uh, I'm sure the department will do that uh, as soon as practical and they continue to update those lists and continue, of course, to... uh, keep people informed. Uh, I continue to remind people to use the appropriate app, the Government Services app, to check in and that way uh, the department can very quickly make contact with you um, to ensure that those that have been exposed to the virus, wherever that might be, are quickly uh, able to isolate and get tested. 50 new cases today, but only 11 of those were in isolation during their infectious period. And I know the Prime Minister is saying he thinks it's unlikely that we can get down to COVID zero. Should we be concerned about that, that there's still so many people out there a number of weeks into lockdown in the metropolitan Melbourne area? Uh, There's still people out there spreading the virus around. Well, this is a wildly contagious and deadly virus. Uh, Often... uh, it does take some time for people to become symptomatic and when they do become symptomatic and they test, uh, then often uh, it may take a number of days uh, and as a consequence, that means they have been circulating in the community. What we are continuing to remind people is the moment you become symptomatic, the moment you start to feel unwell, you get a fever, you get a runny nose, that is the time to go and get tested and to isolate until such time as you have your result. Uh, what we are seeing uh, is uh, at times uh, people aren't immediately getting tested. They're taking their time to get tested and they continue to circulate in their in the, their community, exposing their own friends and family to the virus. As soon as you feel any symptoms whatsoever, go and get tested.
Are you concerned, and is your government concerned, that if we have more lockdowns or the lockdowns become prolonged, that the compliance will drop? Like, for example, apparently there was a party in Torquay over the weekend uh, when there shouldn't have been, and that's in your electorate. Are you concerned that COVID fatigue is kicking in, making the lockdown measures less effective at stopping the spread? Well, I'm pleased to to know that the Victoria Police became aware of that party and fined the individuals some $30,000. Uh, What I would say to people is please follow the health advice. Uh, Your friends and neighbours will ring the police and dob you in if you're doing the wrong thing and you will be subjected to very, very significant fines. Uh, It is important that people follow the advice. Uh, The more people that follow the advice carefully, uh, the quicker we can get through the lockdowns and out the other side into more COVID normal circumstances. And that is so very, very important for everyone. I also hear just with the vaccine situation that there are vaccines going to waste, but also there's appointments uh, that are not being filled, the government is saying. But at the same time, I think people are having trouble actually going on and booking appointments and actually finding free time. They're saying that I can't find an appointment for the next three or four weeks. I mean, what's going on there? Why is there this disconnect between um, the vaccine apparently getting wasted and yet also people apparently struggling to find appointments? Uh, what I would say is go online, go onto uh, the DHHS website, you can book. There are available vaccines available right now for people's arms. So go online, book in uh, and go and get the jab. The more people we get jabbed, uh, the more people become immune to the virus, uh, the sooner we can get through this. Um, I would encourage people to take up that opportunity to get the vaccine so we can come out the other side. Uh, Lisa Neville has returned and, uh, I mean, she's obviously been a strong performer in your government for quite a long time, has been an MP since 2002. Uh, How does it change things having her back from her leave? Well, look, she's uh, obviously very clearly an experienced set of hands. She will uh, no doubt make a valuable contribution in the weeks, the months and the years ahead. Uh, I certainly very much welcome Lisa back. It's good to see that she's... uh, recovered from Crohn's disease. Of course, it is a reminder to everyone how debilitating that disease is. Uh, I see that she's had a number of surgeries uh, and I wish her well and I look forward to uh, seeing her out and about in the Geelong community uh, once we get through uh, this uh, immediate pandemic and contributing to uh, the government to make sure that we uh, continue to, to sell what we, we want to do for the community. Of course, particularly in these very difficult times, she's an outstanding performer in the parliament uh, and she's a senior uh, minister uh, in the Andrews Labor government. Authorised permits have arrived in our region for the first time, I believe. I don't recall us having them last time. How are people reacting to that and going through the process of getting that authorised worker permit to make sure they can either put their children into childcare or actually have the right to attend their workplace? Well, I'd like to thank employers for making that information really, really very readily accessible to their workers. I think it's made a huge difference. Uh, I've had very, very uh, little correspondence from the community into my office on it because it's been largely successful. And I welcome uh, people uh, accessing those permits, filling in the paperwork, sending them off uh, and receiving the permit so that they can continue to do that important work, particularly if they're an authorised worker. 
We want to make sure, of course, that our doctors, our nurses, our healthcare workers particularly are able to uh, go about their work of keeping us all safe uh, during this pandemic. And uh, just last of all, on business support, where do people go? I see you put up uh, that there is business support available. What's the best place for businesses? You mentioned employers, the people that are doing it tough. Where can they go to get access to that business support? We'd certainly encourage people to go online, to go to business.vic.gov.au. And, of course, all of the information for our various business support packages are available. We've made... Uh, many billions of dollars available to our small businesses. We want to make sure that they remain viable during this pandemic and that once we're able to release these restrictions, they're able to spring back because we do know that small business is an important engine room to our economy. It creates uh, a lot of jobs in our sector and particularly local. Uh, I certainly know the um, Great Ocean Road tourism sector and the Ballerine Peninsula tourism economies have been doing it particularly hard and it's been very, very disappointing that the Commonwealth has not supported those sectors to the extent they should have. Oh, and just one more thing. Uh, The Victorian Parliament's not sitting at the moment because of the health risk and uh, we spoke to Christine Cousins about this and she said it's not constitutional to have Parliament sit virtually, but like what they're doing with the Federal Parliament. Is it time to amend the Victorian Constitution to allow Parliament to sit remotely? Oh, look, I don't think uh, that's necessary. This is a once-in-100-year pandemic. We'll just follow the health advice I think we can work around that. There's no urgent legislation that needs to be passed um, so we can delay the sitting weeks. We'll still continue to have the same number of sitting weeks and we'll make sure that we get the legislation that are that is required through. Um, we've had, uh, of course, as a government, a lot of success in getting our legislative reform through, which is very, very pleasing. Well, Darren, thanks for being on the program. Hopefully when we talk to you next time, it's in better circumstances and uh, all the best. Terrific. Great to be with you. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Darren Cheeseman. They're the state MP for South Bowen. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.